You're listening to the Independent News Hour. I'm your host, John Tarleton, Editor-in-Chief of the Independent, New York City's progressive newspaper and website. With COVID-19 infections rates climbing steadily in New York City, a ban on indoor dining went back into place on Monday. Governor Andrew Cuomo insists it's necessary to stop the spread of the lethal virus. For the owners and employees of thousands of affected bars and restaurants, it means more economic hardship in what has already been a difficult year. Joining us this evening to give a restaurant worker's perspective on what's happening to their industry is Thompson Newkirk, bartender at Costello Plan, a restaurant out on Cortelyu Road in Brooklyn that specializes in new American cuisine. Thompson, welcome to the show. Thompson, are you there? Hello. Hi. Yes. Hi. Welcome to the Independent News Hour. This is uh, John Tarleton. Thanks for joining us. Hey, yeah, thank you so much for having me on, John. Sure thing. And sorry about the delays from earlier, but we fortunately, we, we still have a little bit of time to talk. So um, yeah, no worries. Uh, first of all, uh, can you talk about what what this uh, this latest shutdown means for you and, and your coworkers at uh, Costello Plan and how many people work there and will be affected by this? Sure. So uh, as far as how many people work there, we've got a rather small crew, which – for our restaurant is kind of a saving grace, but uh, shutting down just to just to kind of put it in perspective, um, shutting down indoor dining right now, especially during uh, you know the the onset of winter, uh, it, it's essentially like taking away um, just dining business altogether. Even though you can have it outside, we've got of course we have heaters and we've got a great little outdoor patio and area for people to sit and relax. Uh, that's only good up to a certain point. So right now, taking away uh, indoor dining is it's uh, it, it's more than just indoor. It's it's at the same time it's almost taking away outdoor as well. Um, you know, one thing that I will say is that I think most people or most restaurants I don't I don't I don't use the word thriving, but you know, they're, we're we're paying the bills, we're keeping the lights on, and we're doing so because of the current. Uh, I don't want to say leniency, or but because of the current uh, concessions that have been made for us, you know, being able to have either 50 percent or a certain amount of people inside, that's been able to help us and restaurants like us keep the lights on, you know. So that's uh, it's it, it's a it's a big slice of the pie to say it like that. Mm. And what sort of precautions do y'all take to try to make it a, a safe experience and not? Have your restaurant be a, a source of spread for the for the virus? Sure, sure. John. You know that that actually that's it's a great question because it, it leads me right into another point. But uh, first of all, the precautions we take are extensive, and if I can say we we, we take them religiously. Uh, every person has their temperature taken when they come in. We all sign in, and we have a. Uh, a system where everything is wiped down and sterilized every hour and then initialed by the person who does that. Uh, we've been checked by, I like to call them the COVID police. Um, I'm not sure what their exact name is, but I've been there a few times when they've come in. Uh, we, you know, we've always passed with flying colors. Uh, now, I, I don't, outside of going to work, I don't really go to too many restaurants in the neighborhood or in the city that being, uh, like I'm, I'm not going out that much. But I do believe that the spread uh, is not coming from individual restaurants like us and most of the restaurants that are following the criteria. 
Um, I think that what you'd find is because we've been checked quite regularly by the COVID police, uh, you would have some restaurants that haven't passed code or haven't passed the criteria. And so those restaurants are, in fact, on file. And I think that in you've got to have some sort of incentive for the people who are following the rules to continue to do so because if you in, instead of just a blanket um, like blanket restrictions, uh, you, you kind of give like uh, instead of just putting blanket restrictions on somebody that is following the rules, uh, you know you can start. Let's say there's, you've got a restaurant that maybe had is a, a repeat offender, so to say. Um, you know you can start by limiting those restaurants, and which brings me to another point. Um, they say that about 74% of the cases in New York City are coming from people that are having gatherings inside their own homes. And a point that I want to make is when you follow the rules like we've done at Castello Plan, it, in a, you could make the argument that it actually will help to drive the infection rate down because instead of people going to socialize in an unsafe way in their own homes where they think they're safe but they're not, they're then, you know, prompted to come out, come out to a restaurant that not only is uh, taking the physical uh, precautions, but it's also taking the precautions of each and every person that, that's going to be there. So the, the, the party size, the distance of the party, and the barriers in between the tables, because we have a, um, barriers that, that divide each table at the restaurant, uh, and that sort of environment is much safer at a time like this than having people pack themselves into their own homes. Right. Now, in, you know, I, I used to, uh, pre-pandemic, like to go out sometimes for a meal on a Saturday evening. Uh, sure. I haven't done that once since the pandemic started. And I, I know wow. uh, it's how uh, you pay the rent and everybody else who works there, um, sur- you know, survives. But uh, do you ever find yourself wondering at night if if, if it's really worth it to, to be doing this? It, it still seems... Uh, dangerous, no, no matter how many precautions you take. Well, you 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 are absolutely right. Um, uh, here's the thing. I mean, if, is it worth it to do it? Um, we all need money to live and to and to survive. Um, so, for, for me uh, personally, yes, it's worth it. Now, do you mean as far as like going out to eat? Is it worth it? Is is that what you mean? I, I guess I meant it both ways. Okay. For. Yeah, well, you know, as far as going out to eat, and just a little bit about me. Even though, I mean, we we know the um, the the unpredictable nature of this virus, and especially during a time like this, um, I actually have tested positive for the antibody. So that is, for, for me, it eases my mind as far as my own health, but it doesn't it doesn't take away any precautions that I take on an everyday basis. Does that make sense? Yes. So, and as far as as far as dining out, you know, John, you say you, you haven't been out uh, since the since pre-pandemic, and I I think that when you do end up after you take the vaccine, or or at what point you feel comfortable to go out, if you come to a place like Castello Plan, uh, I, I think that you'll see that um, most places are abiding not just for social reasons, but also for health reasons. Um, I think that, 
you, one thing that I noticed when we started to do uh, dining again, like indoor dining and even outdoor dining, like in the summer, was people came out with a certain virility or uh, a certain sense of purpose. They, they hadn't been out in a long time, and they, they wanted so bad to be you know, at least just in eyesight or an earshot of one another to sit down, relax, and hang out and have a sure. drink or a meal. So, uh, you know, again, you're right. Is that a totally necessary thing? I, I don't know. I guess you'd have to. I, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm maybe in a, I don't know, but I can tell you that uh, since the be- since the beginning, uh, our our precautions and our criteria uh, that's been first and foremost. Right. That's great to hear. We'll have to leave it there, but. Thompson Newkirk, thank you for joining us on the Independent News Hour this evening and giving and, and giving our listeners the perspective of somebody who's working inside a, inside a restaurant and 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 trying to make all of this work in in very difficult uh, circumstances. Thank you so much, John.